This is a world of shadow and darkness. In dusty corners, the dead sun rises, and among everything, there is only fog. Creatures of hearth and home stalk melancholy eternity. So, I'm sorry, what's the premise? Begin. I need to find myself a uh, fifth edition D and D game to join. Oh yeah, because uh, you know how uh, D and D releases like these unearthed arcana things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People who don't know, uh, wizards of the coast, wizards uh, of the coast. Yeah, wizards who are set them on good, the coast. good beach wizards. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In their, uh, I guess they could be they could be plateau wizards. Yeah, that, that's fair. There's yeah. a lot, wizards can be a lot of places. Yeah. Wizards can be a lot of things. There can be a lot of different coasts. Uh, <laughs> but Wizards of the Coast, yeah. uh, they release these Unearthed Arcana things for uh, Dungeons and & Dragons. Yeah. Kind of like, here's playtest versions of things we're trying that yeah. might come out in other supplements. Uh, well, this was a while ago, actually. But I just found that they released a uh, playtest version of the Artificer class. Oh, yeah. Now, the Artificer has two subclasses. One is an Alchemist, which is like an Alchemist. The other one has a gun. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so of all the Dungeons and Dragons, this va- this fantasy world and adventure, you have one per- you have one class who their uh, who their ability, their power, their magical ability is I have a gun. Is I have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's a little bit more than that. I've read that and they can shoot like magic bullets well, and shit. Well, no, it is a gun which eventually you can use as a shotgun. Yeah. And then as a laser gun yeah. and then as a mortar cannon. <laughs> So what they have, what their abilities in a world full of people who are talking with animals yeah. and, you know, summoning the forces of nature, they're like, okay, I have artillery. <laughs> <laughs> my, Fair my, enough. I see. I see. I see. My name is Craig, and this is my gun. Uh, first name Craig, second name artillery. <laughs> I'm going on a fun adventure where we're going to get gold and fight dragons and this is my gun. <laughs> uh, I had something interesting happen to me this week, Kevin. Yeah. This is totally non non sequitur. Oh, that's fine. But uh, I had I had a massage this week. Ooh. 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 Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah. Um however, um I don't know what the massage er did. <laughs> um but at one point they were massaging a part on my back. The massagist. And the massagist. Yeah. The masseuse. Yeah. Um uh, they were pushing like a point on my back, right? And all of a sudden, my stomach's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's never happened before. Hit your grumble button. And here's the thing: I like paused for a second, and the masseuse is just like, nope, just kept going. So like, is that a normal thing that this masseuse deals with all the time? I well, I mean, I I I guess there's a part of your body that maybe like you, they just like release a pocket of. Gas or something? Gas in I don't your know. Stomach or something? I don't know. I can tell you this though. I was worried for the rest of the massage that I was gonna poop my pants. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what was there, but I hope it doesn't come out. <laughs> oh god, there's two exits, and either one's a good one. <laughs> Both of these <laughs> options are suboptimal. That would be pretty. Hey, I don't know if we have any um, massagists in the audience. <laughs> hey, and anybody got 
Anybody a back kneader? Yeah, every one of those people. Has, has that ever happened? Have you ever massaged someone and then they just like threw up? Or shat their pants. I was gonna go for I feel throwing like, up. I feel like throw up is more reasonable because sometimes they're putting pressure right on the stomach. Yeah. Which is why you don't eat right before you go do a massage. Yeah. Because um, that's like I'm, I'm imagining the face down, like you know, the face, yeah, yeah. In the face in the hole, and they're oh, just yeah. like rubbing your back. Yeah, put your just, face in that hole, and then, <laughs> and then just like there's a bucket underneath you, and they're like, "What's a bucket for?" They're like, "Oh, I go deep." <laughs> this is also a cleanse. Uh, <laughs> and then they're just squeezing you like a toothpaste tube. Yeah, exactly. Just can't get all that detritus out. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna get the out of your body. Yeah, and you're just filling up the bucket. Just got to get it out of your body. Welcome to my massage parlor. It will freak you out. (laughs) Welcome to my massage parlor. It's called projectile. (laughs) With no vowels. (laughs) Because we're cool. I hate that joke. (laughs) The way to make something cool is just to remove vowels from it. What if you removed all the consonants? Uh, well, then you just have a scream. <laughs> I think that's a better way of spelling it in this case. Well, let me do my massage, pa- my massage parlor. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please talk to the receptionist and I'll get the room ready for you. Yeah, talk to my receptionist. Ah, <laughs> Here at uh, we don't use consonants in our names. We believe that they're too harsh and they will. Uh... My, my name is Eid. <laughs> but there's a D in there. Nope. Oh. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but you just no, I didn't. Closes the door. <laughs> hey, I'm in the closet now. You put me in the closet. Welcome to your doom. Uh, <laughs> this was a long con, I guess. Yeah, a long and dumb con. I mean, that's most of our goofs. <laughs> Most of our gifts are some way to trap someone in a closet somewhere. Yeah, it's a, a long bad con. We're on, we're on a ninety episode streak of just trying to get people in the closets. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's worked. Yeah, we've gotten quite a few people in the closets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of our attempts to put people in closets, <laughs> uh, what's our topic for today, Kevin? I forgot. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lie. <laughs> I know it's not because you were so quick on it. Usually, if you make a I forgot joke or you're trolling me, you, there's like a pause. It's just like, what's your topic today, Kevin? No, I forgot. Sorry, yeah, man. No, this is a this is a moment of uh, of truth in our lives. Brutal honesty. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what the topic is today. Um, well, our topic comes from Monster Hunter. Right. I remember it now. <laughs> Do you want to finish? <laughs> no. You, you want some redemption? No, man. You started this ball. You keep it rolling. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll jump in when uh, I feel like it. And that's the idea that uh, the world is populated by a multitude of monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most of them quite m- larger than the average human. Yeah. Uh, so what would a world be like that was monstrous i suppose uh well something you get a lot in monster hunter a big part of monster hunter itself is that a lot of these pieces of these things uh these monsters are very useful for like building stuff well i imagine that if like if you had a creature larger than an elephant but they could move fast or whatever yeah like i'm assuming its bones are probably very strong yeah uh if you have a creature with very thick hide that stops 
like bullets and stuff. I imagine that's also a very useful material. Yeah, so I feel like um, for a lot of the beginning time of uh, humanity, we would be using their pieces. A lot like you would see in Monster Hunter. Yeah. Like, we would be using pieces of them to, you know, make stuff. Oh, yeah. To make our houses. We could craft with their parts. Yeah, yeah. You can make uh, weapons, I guess. I mean, I guess my question is, is how does humanity survive? Or is this a world, finally, that we build where humanity dies out? No, humanity survives a monster hunter. Though, to be fair, that also is a lot based on that they have, like, berries, which can be used as bullets. Because they have a gun, if you will. (laughs) They have... And they actually also do have an artillery. I mean, they'd have to invent that first, though, right? Well, no, but they have... But whatever whatever these berries um, are made... Berries? What are they called? Latch? I think they're berries. Yeah, I'm going to say they're berries. I mean, you, you got me beat. I don't know. <laughs> I... Man, I play so much of this game, I and I do play with the bow gun a whole bunch of... I honestly can't remember if they're berries or if they're something else. But Because I mostly just pay attention to like the beginning, which is like latch yeah. and things such as that. But we don't have those. Like, like this yeah. world doesn't have all of the things. It doesn't things have like those things. It, it just, only has the monsters. Yeah. Which I think means you can still make, like, I guess the other weapons. Uh, so I think humanity will be... Will exist. Okay, but probably not as prominently. Um... I'm just thinking, like, in my head right now, I'm like, okay, the primordial ooze happens. Dinosaurs happen. Yeah. Uh, meteor hits the Earth or super volcano, whatever, ice age. Yeah. Right? So that happens, and everything's sort of set to level one again, essentially, because everything's dying so much. Yeah. And in at this point in time, monsters develop probably alongside humans. I mean, like, to be clear, it could also be a world where that meteor never hit and these are just dinosaurs just still exist. That's true. Uh, I think... It's a good what-if scenario. I think what we sort of have to look at is... So so this is actually a very interesting topic, actually, something that I've actually looked into a little bit. Um, Wait, are you telling me you did did research, Kevin? I mean, mean, we only came up with this topic. I thought I knew you. (laughs) Hey, look, sometimes things are interesting. Uh, (laughs) But... The way the humans progress is very much based on the like war is honestly a very oh definitely progressive thing. That's how definitely. we sort of change. Uh, it's stability and instability. Yeah, right? so the, are the two driving factors of human advancement. Yeah. So if we're talking about like a world where these monsters exist, and they're not they're not particular. I mean, some of them are intelligent in the sense that animals are intelligent. Yeah. Um, but they're not like sentient in the fact that like they will do things. You can't have a conversation with them. We're not talking about, like, in Norse myth, like, Grindelwald or something, where he's a monster who, like, sneaks into people's homes and steals their children or convinces people to follow him. We're not talking about that type of monster. No, no. We're, um... These are animals, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so, like, you can do things to sort of, uh, you know, wrangle them and stuff like that, and you can capture them and you can do those things. Uh, but at the core, they are wild animals, wild and dangerous animals who can like breathe fire or s- s- start electricity in their fur, or, or I don't know, shit out acid. I know one can. I know in one of the games, there's a monkey that farts. 
<laughs> is that it? I like when you don't say <laughs> that's something. That's just it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was way like, farts what, Kevin? Hey, farts. <laughs> okay, just stinky he farts. farts, farts. Just some st- I'm it pretty sure you. all animals fart. Yeah, but his stun ya. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, some good, good skunk farts. Yeah. You yeah. Some... Stand there, you don't even know what to do. Yeah, some real bad farts. Uh, uh, but these, these are sort of things that, like, you would be... And in, in the games, sort of your job is to call them effectively be like there's yeah. too many of them yeah there needs to be less because <laughs> they are super dangerous so presumably that'll be going on okay well, uh, but okay before we go further yeah i just had a thought and you can totally shut this down if you want to what what up what if ins- what up what if instead of this being the nature of things since the beginning of human history yeah uh what if it's instead the fallout of a horrible human mistake. No, I no. Here's the thing. I think we can make it if it's been around forever. Well, I'm just thinking: is it more interesting for it to be around forever, or is it more interesting for there to be some sort of scientific cataclysm that sets humans back? So they have all the ideas of like the technology and crafting; they just yeah. don't have the materials or the ability to do that anymore. I think that adds a little bit. That you, at, at that point, you're crafting a weird science fiction novel. Ah, oh, you're right. At, at that point, I think you're making annihilation. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I'm mean, what I'm talking about is that with those sort of things going around, you're not going to have as much. Uh, hunting becomes a lot more dangerous because the creatures are a lot more dangerous well, that you're hunting. Also, the I don't think humans settle down. I think humans are nomadic for way longer. I yes, but I disagree. I think at a certain point, what you do is you build just firmer bases. You have I, to have well, hot... yeah, but I think it needs to. It, the way it would need to start is you need to build like your settlement yeah. in a place where these giant things could not get to. Well, I mean, if, if we know that the giant things, if you can kill them, their like their supplies are super good at like making stuff. Yeah, but I don't like. I think the first like three thousand years of human history, Kevin. Yeah, ain't nobody getting close to killing one of those things. Well, I mean that's fair. I mean. To be fair, you what you would try to be doing is you'd be trying to find ones that are already dead and harvesting their bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scavenge, like, scavenge. Yeah, like, <laughs> they kill each other. Yeah. You don't have to be the one to kill it. You just have to be the one there for so, the body. do you think humans would evolve to be sneakier? I mean, I, I don't know if this would change how humans evolve, necessarily. Yeah. I mean, because how humans used to hunt things anyways was like, how, you, how would you hunt large herds of buffalo? You'd make them run off a cliff. You'd scare them. Yeah, you scare them, make them run off. <laughs> of a yeah, they they'd run off of a cliff and get their head smashed. So in. you could you could yeah. humans would find a way to hunt these things that wouldn't involve as you do in the games having a giant sword. Yeah, it wouldn't be direct confrontation and smashing them a whole bunch. Yeah, uh, you would be finding other ways. You'd be dropping giant rocks on them. That yeah. presumably, I mean, the game since they have a health track. Yeah, but in this one, if you drop a giant rock on it, it's probably dead. It's probably dead. Unless it's specifically sturdy enough not to die from that. I mean, some of them probably have rock skin. Yeah. 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 Some of those ones have magma skin. We won't magma. even talk about Elder Dragons right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are ones that are big. Yeah. Real big. Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking it becomes useful to be hidden again in this world. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Or not necessarily hidden, but out of the way. Yeah. Well, because these things don't usually come hunting people down. No, they're they, just they're just living their, their their daily life. Yeah, yeah, they're just going about, and if they're hungry, they'll eat you. Yeah, or, or if you go come at them, they if you if you front on them, 
They will front on you. They will front on you. Yeah. And their front is harder than your front. Much. Much, much harder. Humans are squishy. So there's this cool thing when you start looking at having these big, giant creatures that at, at a certain point really feel like siege like engines. That's what they are. They're big siege engines. Yeah, yeah. Like We started talking about this when we did Bright. I talked a little bit about how dragons would change the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because they're big, giant, flying siege engines. And there are flying monsters. In oh, the there's game. flying monsters also would be sea monsters. Yeah, there are, yep, there's, yep, there are definitely sea monsters. Yeah. Got some good old Leviathan going on. Yeah, I know in uh, Monster Hunter 3, water is a big part of it. Yeah. And, there, it, and like, there's a, you know, Leviathan-type yeah. creature. Yeah. I want to say that's 3. Anyway, I don't remember them. I'll all. take your word for it. <laughs> Yeah, you can't prove me wrong. Only the internet can. And they're usually nice about these things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so far, I feel like we've flown pretty far under the radar. Well, sometimes you can just be so wrong that they're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what? Fine. I feel like also when you acknowledge that you're probably wrong, people have less of a problem with you. <laughs> when you just when like, look, every word that comes out of my mouth, I assume it's wrong first. Yeah. If you'd like to educate me, please do. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll continue living on in blissful ignorance. So if we look at the way that, that uh, people sort of acted in, like, let's say, the medieval times, you'd have a castle, because castles were impenetrable. Well, I think, I think you, uh, you become, it's, I think it's city-state style. Well, it's the sort of thing that, like, you don't really have a standing army. No, everybody needs to be able to survive. No, no, I, I mean, I mean, the sense that I don't think there are civilians in this world in the same way that there are in our world, Kevin. I think there are. Like you, these, these, the, these monsters are big and they're scary, and there's some that are like huge. But that doesn't mean that everybody has. Everybody has to be aware of them. Clearly, yeah. It's like, just how every, it's just how everybody's aware of Ebola. Yep. I mean, everyone's aware of it. Uh, not everybody. That's how people keep getting it, Kevin. <laughs> no, I think they're aware of it. They're just they're just like, ah, it won't get me. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that giant dinosaur, I know it's there. It won't get me. It'll get Todd. It'll get Todd, this guy right next to me. He's the slower runner. <laughs> <laughs> then it scoops up Todd and just keeps going without yep. breaking its gate. Yep. Like, oh man, Todd, you could well, at least choked it a little bit. The reason why I bring this up is I think, especially in the beginning, like you're talking about once people have already figured out basic construction. Yeah. Right? But I think you're 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 still large portions. The reason why you didn't have um walls around every settlement is because yeah. walls are expensive yeah. and hard to maintain. Yeah. Um just ask China. Alright. Um Yo China! <laughs> They're not answering me. We're on bad terms. Yeah, yeah. Well, you shouldn't have said all those mean things to its mother. Well, <laughs> well, she knew what she did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, weird. Uh, weird. That, that, was a, that was a weird off. Weird. Weird tangent. Weird. Um, you, 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 you'd have tiered cities, event, uh, essentially, where, like, the inner city yeah. is the safest place. It's got the best walls. Yeah. Right, and then you go out, and there's like another district, and that's probably like the business district. Well, and, I mean, that, and that is probably not as good walls. Well, that's sort of how like places with castles work. Is you have a yeah. castle, and then the people be around the castle because that's where you would mm-hmm. live. You mm-hmm. live around the castle, and when things came, you'd, you'd go run into in, the castle. You'd go into the castle. Yeah, uh, and I think that's what we're going to be seeing a lot of here is a very similar thing. Yeah, um, I do think it limits settlement size. Um. 
ish. I think it's I think it's specifically because the walls are hard to make and maintain. Yeah. Right? And and the thing is is a wall is only useful in its function once it's complete. So not only is it harder to build and maintain a bigger wall, but it takes more time too. Yeah, but I mean to be fair, Jeremy once, again, Jeremy, once again, these creatures aren't like seeing someone build a wall and they're like, ah, they're building a wall. Fuck that guy. That's, their, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like, like I we, guess people would also be able to clear out the area yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I think you're, you're really trying, you're really considering these creatures sort of being people. Cause yeah, if this, if this was, was an enemy army, yeah. then yeah, they would be like, Hey, they're building a wall. Get them. Uh, but if there's anything we learned from, once again, China, sometimes <laughs> yeah. you can get a lot of work done. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's paying attention. Hey, what are you doing? No, Nothing. Then... Go away. What are you doing? Oh, it's just a project with my son here. <laughs> I'm just trying to bond over building. <laughs> just... That's that's weird. Uh, every single generation of the last 30 generations has said the same thing. It's tradition now. Yeah, that's how we do it. And then that guy said the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we're all doing it. It's our, it's our country, it's man. It's we're doing. <laughs> all right. Hey, is there going to be any gaps in this wall? We'd like to keep attacking you. That's our culture. Mm, I don't know. I'll, I'll run it by my son. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were the son. Well, I'll have a son someday. <laughs> and then I'll run it by him. I mean, that's you have to decide on the project at the very beginning. <laughs> And you don't change it. Yeah, like 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 we're just too far in right now. It's like like we have to call the contractor. And yeah, see we'd have we to can... talk to the other fathers and sons. We have to renegotiate these things, and we're done. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, he distracted me with that conversation <laughs> for five hundred years. <laughs> well, their sons had the same conversation. Oh yeah, okay. Like, gotcha. like oh, by the way, uh, this is my son. Uh, he will now have this conversation with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go up. That's the young one's job. That's the young one's job is to have this Talk to the Mongolians to distract them. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially, that's that's Chinese and Mongolian history. Okay, so obviously they're building stronger cities. Uh, and walls are probably always a thing in cities. Not like now where they build a city and they're like, we don't need no walls. No, no, we, we would have a wall around yeah. our city. So yeah, yeah you're, you're right. They would be smaller. You wouldn't have urban sprawl as much. It's it's much easier in this world to build up than out. Yes. Well, I mean, you got to watch out for those flying ones. That's Presumably true. that's why you always have ballistas around. Well, that's also why eventually everyone gets a dome. <laughs> that's in the future. That's a, that's uh, a far I, future. I'm, I'm imagining net guns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like giant net guns. Yeah, artillery nets. The artillery nets. So you're like, uh, hey, there's a giant flying monster coming at us. Net him down. Yeah, you jump in the net ballista and you go, Kobe, and you shoot it. <laughs> you have to. You know, Kobe, the uh, the world famous monster hunter. I mean, he invented the nets. He invented the net gun. <laughs> yeah. He, he was dunking a basketball and then was like, what if we captured monsters in that net? Yeah. And yeah. we'll make it out of this monster hair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is good, but you left a giant hole in it. Well, that's for Duncan. Okay. You don't understand what a net Kobe. is for. <laughs> Kobe. And it just goes, <laughs> the, the net just goes past the monster. And he's like, nailed it. <laughs> Three points. No, he's still coming. It, it's, Kobe, he's still coming. Yeah, I know. But I got this points. is a new sport. <laughs> I ain't afraid of you. I just got three points. <laughs> Kobe. Like I said, the ball going through the net, the net goes past the ball. <laughs> That's the idea. Yeah. Flipping it on his side. <laughs> Kevin, 
the way the way you make anything in this world is you learn how the rules work and then you fuck with them. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. It's pro advice from me to you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you'd have uh I think you yeah, you'd have more wall you have walled cities even right now in, yeah. in our the year of our lore, two thousand eighteen. <laughs> I don't want to say that we say the date of our <laughs> the day we record on a lot, do we? Yeah, <laughs> especially in the early episodes. I think we might peter out eventually, but we keep on saying what year it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. I think that's mostly me. There's some part of my human anatomy that makes me want to say what year it currently is. Well, for prosperity, <laughs> for prosperity's sake, and pro- and posterity. Yeah, you know, both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both for, of those. For both prosperity and posterity. And prostate, prostate, pro, pro, prosterity, prostaterity, prostaterity, yeah, propriety, and for propriety, and all state, yeah. <laughs> Why? No, they were all p words. You ruined it. <laughs> that was evolving. I f- I found the rules, and I <laughs> fucked with them. I mean, fucked with them. Congratulations. <laughs> That's the way it works. Yeah, good example. I did it. Clap for me. <laughs> Gold star for you. Yeah. So big walled cities. Yeah. Uh, you would have not so much sprawl. You would have uh, tighter pockets of people. Yeah. And you'd really have to focus on... I mean, there'd, there'd well, also be standing standing militias. Yeah. It's, well, not really militias. Once again, hunters. Yeah. And, well, I, I mean, that is basically a militia, right? There's people yeah. whose job it is to deal with these creatures. Yeah. And, and to, dealing with them is not just killing them. No, you could, like, be, you could be a monster whisperer. Well, I more mean like rerouting them like a big plot point in monster hunter world and it's like the first opening scene of the game yeah is this giant like elder dragon mm-hmm. uh which is essentially a walking volcano yeah and the big thing about um him is that like uh, when you're <laughs> when you're fighting him he's a map ah yeah so you're on the map and you're running around the map which is him him or her it's I an guess. it really no, I think it's, I think they say it's a he. I think it's a he. Um, I mean, who, elder dragons presumably are they could be gendered. I don't know. Maybe they have four genders. Maybe. Maybe they have twenty. Maybe, maybe they have no genders. Maybe they have no genders, and it's just it's a spectrum for the uh, for elder dragons. For elder dragons, <laughs> uh, who knows? They're elder dragons. <clears throat> well, I know is they're old, presumably. One's also not a dragon. It's just a horse. Huh? Yeah. I feel like sometimes things get lost in translation. <laughs> Look at that elder dragon. You mean the horse? Yeah, the horse. <laughs> Look at that old horse. Remember, actually, no, it's not a horse. It's a unicorn. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. 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 Uh, but this giant map size thing, like, you don't really kill that. Mm-hmm. You sort of be like, hey, we blow you up a whole bunch. Don't come this way. Yeah. Then he's like, then things like, okay, I guess I'll go this way now. And then Athens is like, no, damn you, Sparta. I think the, sort of the rule is the bigger it is, the more it's willing to just be like, fine, whatever. Leave me alone. I guess I'll go this way now. I guess I'll just eat this half of the continent. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't have to eat it. It just rolls right past it and dropping, once again, it's a moving volcano. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the one you have to worry about. Because yeah. If that one gets to your city, it's done. Though, that one also, presumably people would be like, we know where it is at all times. Yeah. And we just try to keep it going on a circuit around the Pacific. <laughs> I mean, eventually, presumably, it would run out of whatever resource it needs to live. Then it would die. 
Well, no, then it would go somewhere else, Kevin. And it would die. Nope. Mm, yes. <laughs> nope, probably not. <laughs> probably well, go somewhere but else. Here, here's the fortunate thing, Jeremy. This world is full of giant monsters for it to eat. I guess that's true. And you could also run it into another giant thing. That's the point. Oh, my God. This is kaiju fighting. Yeah. So what you do is you take the giant monsters. Yeah. You take the, the smaller but still big monsters. Yeah. So you have giant monsters, big monsters. And I guess there are little monsters, technically. Yeah, there's, there'd probably be some small yeah. human-sized monsters. Well, there's things like Jagras, which are just, like, larger lizards than you know. They're, imagine imagine a cougar, but it's a lizard. Okay. That's a Jagras. Okay. Yeah. And then a giant Jagras is, imagine, a Jagras that's fat and also a Rastafarian. Okay. Imagination complete. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Monster Hunter. <laughs> But yeah, I guess I guess if you can direct these creatures, well, and I mean, it would be in humanity's interest to learn how to do so. Yeah, well, I mean, we we direct creatures now, like if, with fences. Well, no, not just that. Like if a, it's not as common these days, obviously. Um, but like if a herd of predators are heading in one direction, and mm. we're like, we don't want them to go that way. We can do things like set fires or, um, yeah, yeah. anything that will. Warn them off. Yeah, be like, hey, you don't want to go this direction. We also do it with prey as well. Yep. Like if antelope are like, oh, these antelope are going to get fucked up by these lions. There have been times where we're like, well, let's steer these antelope away. Yeah. We uh, want these antelope for us later. Well, yeah. Well, there's there's usually reasons where it's like, oh, they're scientific or yeah. something like this. Um, and you can do the same thing with uh, the giant monsters where it's like, hey, this giant fire-breathing uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex yeah. wearing a fur coat. Monster. Gotta get that bling. Yeah. Uh, also bling. <laughs> Don't know where he found it from, but apparently... Oh my god, that T-Rex killed T-Pain. <laughs> oh no! He's got that little top hat on. No, no. Alright, but we take that, we take the, uh, ty- well, the, the, well, the, the T... The, it's a T-Rex. Rex. It's a T-Rex. It's a T-Rex. He's trying to figure out a way to, like, make them more clever, but he's just a T-Rex. Yeah, he's except just- now the T stands for T-Pain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he's auto-tuned. Yeah. Uh, this T-Rex, uh, we're like, all right, why don't you go over to the giant volcano? And when he gets close, and the volcano just goes, home. Yep. And we're like, good. It's it's the bigger fish trope in Star Wars. Yeah, so we, so we keep the big giant ones around just going in, like, circles, and we feed them the... I guess that's true. Yeah, you feed them the other monsters. <laughs> yeah, until the big ones die. Do they die? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, they do. It's a, it's a thing. I mean, Godzilla never dies. Godzilla's radiation. So? These aren't radiation. Okay. As much as it's weird to admit, to admit, Jeremy, these are natural creatures. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. They have a lifespan. Okay. It is also a plot point. But, what if it was like a lobster? Okay. Lobsters don't die of old age, Kevin. Okay. Because they continually regenerate their organs. Okay, so maybe if there's a lobster monster, I'll tell you in Monster Hunter, they do, they all die. Okay, it is a plot point in Monster Hunter. I'm, I'm just saying, like there are things in our world, like yeah. the immortal jellyfish and lobsters. Actually, most, I think, though, all these things come from the ocean. Though technically, those things are very like the way, like I don't, they're kind of simplistic. Yeah. So the yeah, if there was a simple like creature, it could live forever. Technically. I mean, a lobster as it grows older gets larger, Kevin, because 
it's continuously rebuilding itself from the inside. So yeah. its shell gets bigger to hold the new bigger creature inside. How do how do we not just have a giant lobster somewhere? I'm sure there is. There's probably a lobster in the depths of the ocean that is the size of a house. But there is a no. limit. There is a limit to how big a lobster can be in our world. Well, because all... there comes a certain point where the lobster's muscles cannot move its gigantic shell, in which case it would sit there and starve to death. Well, especially once it goes onto shore. Like the the yeah. reason that things underwater can be bigger is because they're living in a kind of gravityless. Yeah. It's not gravity. It's not zero gravity, obviously. No. But it's... It, they can grow bigger. That's why you have blue whales. Blue uh, Something the size of the blue whale cannot exist on land because it will just... Like, that's why when they beach themselves, they die because their yeah. lungs collapse upon themselves. Yep. Well, because their bodies aren't dense enough to hold together. Yeah. You just keep on doing it, those stupid idiots. <laughs> and we go keep pushing them back into the sea. <laughs> Let's go to commercial. Yeah, let's go to commercial. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by High Quality Landing Trash. Have you ever jumped off a roof and been like, boy, I hope this garbage breaks my fall? You landed in that dumpster and your legs broke? Yeah, and now you're in a hospital, and that sucks. Or dead. And that sucks more. That's right. Well, never fear, because we provide high-quality landing trash. Yeah, all, a sort of trash that is soft. A sort of trash that's full of such things as foam, cardboard boxes, rotten food. Air. Lots of air. Not too much air, though. No. We we have 5% less air than our next league competitor. If you land on their trash, you can go right through it. Hit the bottom of that dumpster. That's right. That's and no that good. dumpster is not... Cushioned. That dumpster is not high-quality landing trash. That's right. So the next time that you're about to jump into a dumpster, remember, high-quality landing trash. You can see us in Hollywood. What is this world like day-to-day? Because um, hey, we talked about how humanity will eventually be controlling these monsters. I think, well, controlling in a sense. Um, controlling and hunting and culling. I think this it would be a good time to go into real, like, kind of... Like nitty grittiness of the way, of the way this this world works, um, any sort of like inter movement between not people but supplies between these uh, settlements. Yeah, that is a like process. That's a big deal. Yeah, There's like a caravan. Yeah, like ice road truckers. <laughs> yeah, like you're you're gonna have you're gonna have semi trucks with once again net guns. Yep, on them. Kobe. Kobe. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Prolific net gun hunter. Yeah. Kobe. <laughs> uh, no, that makes sense. I guess, you, I guess, so I guess in this world you don't necessarily have countries. Um, this this is going back, going back to something I was trying to say earlier, uh, which is that, talking a little bit about, about the dragons. Yeah. Is that the reason that countries kind of exist is because you team up of, with like people and you protect yourself. Yeah. That's how countries sort of started to form. Yeah. Um, and sort of what helped along with that because originally there are places would be like you'd have a castle the castle's sort of the main thing mm-hmm. and if an if a battle started like if a war started you would collect up all your friends you'd get some people together and you'd fight you fight the battle fight the battle or you hide in your castle and then you'd have that whole thing but once siege weaponry started mm-hmm. the castle wasn't as big like 
a thing because you could break through the castle. So I started yeah. having fights away from the castle. Yeah. You started having to actually have, like, yeah, a you don't, standing... You, you don't want them to get close to your castle because yeah. then they can knock it down. Yeah, so you started having, like, a standing army. Yeah. And because you wanted a standing army, you started having treaties and agreements, and that's where countries started coming from. And chivalrous orders. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 that's, I'm not saying that is the reason that countries exist. Yeah. But it's one of the things that helped form towards it. Yeah, definitely. So when you have giant monsters, though, those those act differently than an army does. Yeah. Like, so you, we, we, we definitely would still be fighting each other because yeah. that's the way that people work. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's a lot more likely that you'd be, like, in the middle of a battle and then here comes... Here comes the giant turtle. Yes, here comes the giant turtle. With cheetah legs. Just rolling along. <laughs> <laughs> we went two different directions there. Yeah, all I, right. like, I liked both of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they both uh, they both worked, I guess. Yeah. Here comes the giant rolling turtle with cheetah legs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it speeds up with the cheetah legs. And then it just, and like, it just rolls. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks them all in and just spins around. Exactly. That sounds like a monster hunter enemy. Like, that sounds like a monster <laughs> About to get shell-shocked, Kevin. <laughs> well, there's one monster, <laughs> which is called Devil Joe, and it's a <laughs> T-Rex with a Jay Leno chin. Huh. That just chin-butts things. That makes sense. Yeah. Does have a butt on his chin, he should chin-butt things. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the idea of a turtle with cheetah legs that runs and then spins yeah whatever you yeah. got it monster hunter <laughs> i'm a game designer you're a game designer <laughs> congratulations me uh, but yeah when that thing comes rolling in then all of a sudden your war is like yeah i guess this guy's my enemy but that thing's pretty scary yeah so i guess if you're having a a battle like, but, between people yeah and when these monsters show up then you probably stop the battle to deal with the monster presumably the question is what will people be fighting over a resources yeah. The... Also probably religion. Okay. Uh, what I was thinking is that, like, if you're if you have built your city to withstand monster attack, yeah, then and all of your focus is defensive. Like, the amount of offense is not really as much as as it is in our world because the use of a rolling up a cannon. Yeah. Sure, that'd be good if you want to take over another city, but. Then also you're rolling up a cannon, and then here comes a, you know. Well, I think I think a couple things probably happen here, Kevin. I think one monster taming is probably a big thing. If yeah, if you can tame a monster in Monster Hunter, I've never seen a tamed monster. I've seen a subdued monster, mm-hmm. but there's I mean, sorry, I've never seen a tamed big monster. You can the little tiny monsters like you can get one to be your buddy for a short while, and then he'll yeah. f off after a while. You'll be like, I'm done with this. I mean, yeah, we're taking, like, the general idea from Monster Hunter, right? But the thing is, is that can you capture these monsters? If yes, then you could breed, like, you could domesticate them, right? I mean, I guess, like, by that logic, you could. Unless if there's something in their brain. I want, Kevin, a giant, like, ostrich cavalry. (laughs) Well, Jeremy, we all want something. Yeah. Well, that's what I think would happen, though. Like, one of the ways that you develop an offensive ability is by using the monsters, right? Yes. The The thing that I'm wondering about, because this, be this could be a part of monster, 
like psychology, uh-huh. physiology, the way that they work, they may be untamable in the sense that like if each one, because usually what ta- how taming works, yeah, is you make the whatever it is feel like you're part of its family, mm-hmm. part of your thing. These monsters could be all individuals, like even like. It, you could have two of the exact same monster who see each other and they're like, fuck you! And the other monster's like, fuck you! And they fight each other. Well, yeah, but that's where breeding comes into it, right? Do you think you can breed out the loner instinct from I'm, monsters? I mean, it would probably take a long time. <laughs> and you, the thing is, you when you're when you're doing, like, taming or you're going to breed a domestic animal, yeah. you don't target the ones that are hyper-aggressive. Yeah. Right? You don't go for the Arctic wolf that has to range with, like, itself and maybe two other people. Yeah. You don't go for that one because it works in a very small pod. Yeah. Right? You go for the creature that is more social. I feel like we'd see a lot of tamed, like, small monsters. Like, let's say, like, the jaguars and things like that. Um, But when we have, like, the the big ones, like, especially when I said the Elder Dragon, the one that's a walking volcano... Yeah. I don't think you'll be breeding out the walking volcano. No, no, no. Like, there are definitely... It's also... It's not worth it. It's too dangerous. Yeah. Right? So, but th- there's got to be some sort of middle ground, medium-large monsters that humanity does use. Yeah, I mean, I can I can probably see that. I mean, humans tamed elephants, Kevin. Yeah, but el- but elephants are social creatures. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what it is what I'm coming up about. It's like, are these creatures not social creatures? I think some of them have to be. They don't have to be. Like, the the way that it works in the game is that you usually have one of, like, so there's a bunch of the small ones. Well, yeah, but they away, are, away from the game and more real world stuff. Well, no, I'm, I, I understand that. But we're, we have to essentially look at the way they function in the game to get a mindset into how their minds work. Right. Does the game offer an explanation of how these monsters were created, though? They're just there, right? They're, they're a natural part of the world. Right. So they're a natural part of the world. So if they're a natural part of the world, then that means that, that the natural parts of animal behavior that are in our world, like herd behavior, like pack hunting... Um, as, as well as the lone wolf type thing, right? Yeah. Like, those are all going to exist within the monsters, but it's probably going to be a, a matter of what kind of monster it is and where its habitat is. Because the thing is, like, I don't know. Because, like, clearly they have to mate, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not going to assume they just, like, <laughs> split. Bleep! <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't think we have to deal with that sort of situation. No, there's two farting monkeys. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, like, if you have something that's kind of like an alpha predator, they don't always, they, like, sometimes it's just like, like, yeah, they have their mating season, yeah. and they mate, and then they go on their way, and then even, like, you know, the ones who raise the baby... Even then, it's just like, baby's raised, now go forge for itself. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean that... It doesn't mean that these things have to... Like, they, they might not be wired to be able to be part of a I mean, I, the way I look at it is that there are different survival tactics. Yeah. Right? In the wild. And one of them that is very successful yeah. is when an animal is social. And works in a team. Now, I don't think I don't think the giant ones or the, even <laughs> even the large ones are going to do yeah. that because that's the sort of creature that needs a big area. Yeah. But if you look at similar, like even similar creatures in our world, yeah, like a Komodo dragon, yeah, right, is big, 
and very territorial. Yeah. They'll still hang out together. Right? Yeah. It's not fighting 100% of the time. They'll only fight when there's food on the line, when there's something on the line. Yeah. Right? So there might be some monsters that are hyper-aggressive and just fight whenever they want to fight. Because yeah. there are creatures like that in our world. Well, there's also ones that are, like, specifically cowardly. Yeah. Like, there's a bird thing that, like, digs up pots and smashes you with pots. Yeah. And it mostly just wants to get out of that situation. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> that's one that you could probably eventually breed to be afraid of everything but humans. I mean, right? maybe. You could, well, that's the thing. Like, that's an example of, you don't take the one that is like, I fight everything all the time. You don't take a Japanese fighting fish and try to turn it into a koi, Kevin. <laughs> Well, so so you don't take the giant, the fire-breathing T-Rex that wears a fur coat. No, you don't take that one. <laughs> right? You take the chocobo. I, it does kind of look like a chocobo. Yeah. I mean, it's ever less fat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a skinny, lean chocobo. Yeah, but that, that's what you do. Like, people would see the ones that they might be able to tame and breed, and that's the ones they would do. Yeah, I mean there'd be that there'd be crazy Abernathy like showing up and being like, "Hey guys, guess what? I'm gonna tame that." And he goes over and he points, and it's the turtle with cheetah legs. Well, the the, the question is, Jeremy, is that are you taming them? Or are you just holding them with enough time to be able to like unleash them? I mean, that's a possibility as well. Because that because that 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 is a tactic that I can see happening, where it's like, yeah, all you right. trap something and then you just like release it upon your enemy. All right, now when it's done, we'll go there as well. Yeah. Or we put a bomb inside of when it. When they finally kill that thing, then we go. <laughs> or you do a Trojan horse situation where you put a bomb inside it. Uh, I was going to say, where we climb inside Where we it. climb inside the monster. <laughs> Craig, <laughs> that's, that's not going to work, Craig. Why not? It's a brilliant idea. It'll get us past their lines. Yeah, the inside of that monster's stomach is actual lava, Craig. <laughs> there is one that might actually work with. <laughs> there's one that he swallows its things whole yeah and you can make them throw them back up <laughs> so maybe that one you could just like all right open up your mouth i mean i feel <laughs> i feel like it'd be better if you just had like a kangaroo or marsupial monster and you hid in its pouch <laughs> yeah it would be better yeah. but that might not be the way they evolve that might what, not be the way they what evolve. you have is a turtle with cheetah legs <laughs> <laughs> and a and a Rastafarian lizard, <laughs> okay, that you can crawl inside of. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know if anybody else describes that. It's, it's the Jake, it's the great Jagras for anyone who's played the game. I don't think anyone else has described that as a Rastafarian lizard. You have those several times. I have. I've done it over and over again. <laughs> you can't prove to me that it's wrong. Okay, so well, I think the thing about this world is that everything. The economy would also revolve around these monsters. Oh yeah, pieces from them. Yeah, like yeah. the different pieces from them. They, they they have they have like sacks inside them. Like they have like paralysis sacks and ice. Sacks well, yeah, they're organs, right? Fire sacks. They'd be useful. I mean, venom yeah. is useful in our world, so I yeah. can't see why their organs wouldn't be. Yeah, they have some poison ones. Yeah, yeah, like the the things that they're that was in game. I don't know what the other technology is. But, like, the things that they use some of their body parts for mm-hmm. are, like, insane. Mm-hmm. So, presumably, like, they are just super good, like, supplies. The things inside them yeah. are just, well, like... Well, I, I have to imagine they would, like, they would be. If these monsters have all these fantastical effects, Yeah, right, they need to be able to withstand their own thing. You're not going to have that creature that can spit fire being 
like vulnerable to fire. I mean, that would suck. It would die <laughs> off, Kevin, is what it would do. <laughs> it would die. But let's stop talking about the monsters for a second, because right. I want to talk about something else in this world. All right. Fashion. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, you would wear the monsters. You would wear the monsters. And anything I know from Monster Hunter World and other Monster Hunter games, you will look fashionable as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I think there's definitely going to be a real skill. It's, it's going to be a very hide-based industry. Um, yeah, I don't, think industry. There's a, I don't think there's a lot of textiles. I think it's mostly <laughs> leathers. Yeah, you're like, yeah, look at that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the amount of leather you can get from, like, one of the giant creatures. is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Getting good. Get them first. Some of the giant creatures are feathered, so you can have sweet feather dresses. Oh, there's a, there's a lava fish. That would actually be, like, good for, like, protective suits. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's... Just some, that's not really, it'll probably also be fashionable, let's be clear, because that's just the way it works in this world. Yeah. <laughs> but also it'd be like protection from lava. Yeah. Because there's a lava fish. Yep. It's a fish that goes in lava. I mean, it might not protect you all the way because you don't have the fish's insides. You're still human. <laughs> but it's probably helpful. For now. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Until I become one with uh, but, the lava but this, fish. This is a world where there aren't like cottons there's probably not a lot of cotton there's probably not a lot of farming in this world actually well farming would be tough you'd have to really protect the farmland because it'd be yeah. so easy for like there there's one monster that's just like remember i said the spinning turtle yeah he kinda, just spins through there and your farm's gone kind of like that he rolls along yeah uh so, <laughs> so that turtle just spins, spins right through. through there and your barley <laughs> is ruined and you're like oh no my corn <laughs> the turtle get my corn I mean, you would do it. Do or you actually be pretty useful though. Um, the uh, the Mayan uh, incline farming. Oh yeah, that would be useful. Yeah, because monsters. Because like the spinning turtle is just. It's not doing that to mess with you. No, it's just where it is. Yep, it's just what it's doing. So if you can farm in places where it's like, so you're probably <laughs> this is probably a world that relies on hydroponics. Yeah, uh, and and tiered farming. Um, we would. You know what country would have a lot of problems? Egypt, because they do they do a lot of their farming along the Nile. Oh yeah, and like that Nile's full of monsters, fish monsters who are just gonna come up on shore. I mean, then frog monsters and newt Fro- monsters. Yeah, and gators. Like it is the sort of world that like if you're in a harsh environment, it is more harsh. Yeah, because if you're in a desert, there are probably monsters that are crawling through the sand and jumping out of the well, sand. Well, and the few resources that are there are probably hotly contested. Yeah, even more so than normally in the desert. Like. I have to imagine some of the safest places would be would be mountainous regions. Yep. With the with the with the idea exception being, of flying things. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 even then, once again, if you're not basing it on them being purposely cruel and yeah. you just sort of being in the way, then yeah, yeah I have to be careful of those things. Um, and also prairies. Yeah. Because there's a lot of resources, and you can see them in the prairies. Yeah. <laughs> like if a monster's coming at you, you're like, there it is. Oh, we gotta pack up, Alvin. What's going on, Dad? Well. <laughs> That monster is headed towards us, and uh, we don't have anything to change its direction, so we're just gonna pack up and and get out of its way. Yeah, if you if you live in Saskatchewan, you'd be like, oh man, that thing's gonna be here soon. <laughs> in a you day, have a, you have a day or so, I guess. <laughs> Sweet Saskatchewan joke. <laughs> burn, 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 burn on Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Burn on your geography and your uh, tornadoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so what else in this world? Because obviously it's gonna, you're not going to have a lot of fabrics. You're just nope. going to have furs and hides and feathers. Yeah, it's going to be leather. It's going to be very animal-based. I mean, I guess in some way, um, 
You know, the more I think about it, the more I think that most of the larger settlements are mountainous. Yeah. Because if you're on the coast, you can get sea monsters coming in. Yeah, real big ones. Like, you would get... Just one of them would flick its tail and a wave would crush you. Yeah, a wave would would flood half your city. Um, So I don't think... Unlike our world, you don't have coastal cities as yeah. your biggest cities. Ir- irrigation would be very important. Yeah. In Monster they always have coastal cities. And I'm always just like... I've seen the things in the water. Yeah, why? I mean, you could set it up where you're like, we we have systems that are supposed to drive the big creatures away. Yeah. Like, there's the weird thing about, especially um, water-based creatures, is I feel like, aren't they very, like, susceptible to electricity? I mean, I know that's a Pokemon thing. I'm not saying that uh, way. I don't, I don't necessarily, I think probably sound would be more useful. No, that, because that's... sound transfers through water... The... Very easily, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. The idea that, like, I feel like I saw something where they were keeping sharks away from a certain area by not electrifying the water, but by having, like, electro pulses in the water yeah. that make the shark be like, I don't want to go this way. Yeah. They go another way. Or you just, like, send out a sand pulse that's like, there's rocks here. Yeah. Right? Like, there's there's things you could do to avoid that sort yeah, of so thing. Yeah, so we might find a way to do that, but, like, those... A coastal city would not be like a, a you know, a hot, um, no. you know, funds everyone to live in. It would be like, these are where fishermen are. Yeah. And they fish. This is specifically for fishermen and people who hunt sea monsters. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not a, uh, a fun beach community like you would see in the OC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think definitely mountains. I think mountains are probably more valuable because also that's where your harder materials are. Well, I... Which I, is what you would need to kill and fight monsters. I still have a good feeling about planes. At least for, like, if everyone can't get in a mountain because I'm on a mountain everywhere, you'd find a flat place where you could see things coming. Well, I think mountains for settlements, planes would be better for nomadic. Yeah, but I, I, I still don't feel like nomadic would be as big because the thing is that... Animals tend to, when there's a settlement there, they tend to not want to go there. Most like, of them, yeah. But I think if you're big enough, if you're a big enough creature, you just don't you don't give you don't give a crap. But I mean, that's why you have honey the, badger don't care, Kevin. But I mean, that's why you have the defenses. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a big creature, but if you can like fire a bomb at it, not even like a large bomb, but if they if they're like, man, every time I go over there, something explodes on me. That's not nice. That's not nice. They're going to stop. Yeah, because they're very instinctual. Mm. They're not. They're they. Animals can't weigh risk reward. They're not like video game. Some players. animals can. Right. I'm, I'm thinking the the concept of like when you're in a video game and you're like, man, that place is really difficult. Bet there's good treasure in there. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that's how like tigers work. Where they're like, man, there's a lot of people there. There's probably some sort of like gear inside that me, the yeah. tiger gamer. <laughs> I mean, the tiger might be like, man, there's a lot of people over there. That's a lot of meat. Yeah, but presumably once things start going real bad for the tiger, he's yeah. like, not worth it, not <laughs> worth it. Not worth it. That's true. Animals don't, animals can decide not worth and they run <laughs> off. See, much more than people can. Yeah, much, people, people are like, I made my choice. Yeah, The animal's like, nope. People have a habit of just being like, well, this is me now. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm doing. This is my disaster today, they Brenda. Keep, they keep shooting arrows at you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm committed. <laughs> I made a choice. I made a choice. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I'm going to get in that castle because there's treasure inside it. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they protect it so much if there wasn't treasure inside it? Maybe that's where their children are. <laughs> children aren't treasure. <laughs> Shut up, Brenda. <laughs> 
You always think children are treasure. You always think suitably to the situation, <laughs> Brenda. Well, you gotta ruin our sieging fun. They may have gold pieces or magic items. There's no magic in this world. Why you gotta be such a buzzkill, Brenda? <laughs> Why you gotta? Why you gotta be such a buzzkill? Why you be gotta be that monster that flies around all the time called a buzzkill? It shoots buzz saws at people. <laughs> yeah, magic's everywhere, Brenda. Have you never seen the sunrise? Have you never looked upon a full moon? Okay. Magic's everywhere. Now you're talking about metaphors. <laughs> no magic. Have you ever he- held a newborn child in your arms? Yes, I have. That's why children are precious. No, 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 they're not. They're magic. They're magic. (laughs) (laughs) Not treasure. Magic. And they lose that magic right around the age of two. Greg, I'm breaking breaking up with you, Greg. (laughs) We were never dating, Brenda. Just get out of my house. (laughs) There's arrows being shot out there, Brenda. You made your choice. (laughs) Fine. Picks up like a shield. I guess I'm going going out into the storm of arrows. Brenda. Don't come back, Greg. Just know that when I make it through, that's magic. That's a little bit of magic, Brenda. <laughs> I like them being like angry, angrily like, no, the world's amazing and wonderful. <laughs> Do you not get it? How awesome everything is? <laughs> uh, okay, well, I think, I think my favorite new in-canon relationship we've built is between Greg and Brenda. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to last, though. No, it's very volatile. It's very volatile. I mean, they'll get back together. Also, uh, well, Brenda doesn't stand for that shit for long. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) Well, Brenda... Brenda's a grown-ass woman who don't need no man. (laughs) She doesn't have a baby, apparently. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's probably a good mother. (laughs) Sam. And Greg's probably a very good treasure hunter. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Proficient? Hmm... Enthusiastic. I bet he's good. Yeah, enthusiastic. He's a very. I, I bet he's good as bait. <laughs> I like when you can describe someone as enthusiastic because that doesn't have to be good or bad. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's probably trying real hard. Trying real hard. Yeah. I like when we end episodes by going off topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we it, probably had a point in there. Mm. I mean, I feel like people have a general idea of what this world is like. Well, let's do a summary. We haven't done a summary yeah, in a long a time. All right, so it's a world full of, like, castles yeah. or castle-type things. Like, you're going to have walled cities. Yeah, and that never really goes yeah. away. I, I don't think this is like other worlds where you have walled cities and they're very, very sparse. Yeah. I actually imagine you'd have a bunch of walled cities. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think there's as much open warfare in this world. I think it's more raiding. Yeah. You want to get other people's resources before it yeah. gets into the castle because everybody's got to go out to get them. Well, but the other option is that if you can set up trading deals, you can do that. It's just that it's a dangerous thing to do. Yeah. But it might be worthwhile because raiding – because here's the thing. These cities are built – they're built to sustain monster attacks. Yep. A well, pers- that's what I'm saying. You, you, you try and fight, like, the people who are trying to bring back resources. Yeah. You don't go to the castle. Yeah. You, you do some guerrilla bullshit. Yeah. But if but I I, th- I think still but you can still also be nice and do the trading thing like oh, both yeah. of these work but that's just how it works. Well, it's different strategies, right? Yeah. Um, you, you can there are... you can be the Mongols or you can be Venice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, slowly sinking into the ocean. Yeah. So with uh these and with these monsters, you know, just sort of like roaming around, it's very you really want to know where they are, and a lot of our technology is based around 
defensive and deterrence. Yeah. You want Being to... able to move these monsters away from the places we yeah. don't want them to be. Because you definitely do have hunters going out trying to kill them because you're yeah. like... Especially if these things breed really, really fast. Yeah. Like, you're dealing with a world where a where a creature can fire explosives at you. Yeah. You're like, we have to kill that thing. That's... And and there probably aren't environmentalists in the same way in this. Yeah, world. I mean there probably are environmentalists, but pro- just not the same way. I, I I like to think that the most extreme environments in this world just be like, hey, maybe we don't kill as much. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe we set aside habitats for these dangerous creatures. It's it's hard to be someone being like, no, don't kill them when one of the, when one of them can once again launch explosives at you. Yeah. And also that one flies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, but mountain cities or yeah. plain cities, yeah. you're not going to have much on the coast. Uh, well, I mean, you, I still think you will have things on the coast eventually once you're getting yeah. turns down. Because getting things from the sea is very, very useful. It's a very – well, that's why we have so many places on the coast in our world. Yeah. But because you, it's full of resources. Yeah, but they would not be settlements. They would not – I mean, they wouldn't be like – we – in our world – It's not a vacation spot. Yeah, in our world, coastal cities tend to be like – Cultural. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, you have, you know – all, all the cities down the coast in California where it's like, you know, here's our boardwalks and here's these things. Yeah. It's more of like these are fishing. Yeah. They are Think less resources. San Francisco and more St. John's, Newfoundland. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of St. John's around there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else we want to summarize? No, you know what? I think that I think that's the world. It's not a terrible world. It's not a great world. No. No. I mean, it's definitely more dangerous than ours, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in some ways, yes. I mean, I feel like the world is more danger to humans. Humans are the same amount of danger to themselves. Well, I mean, I, I think there's something to be said about a common enemy. Yeah. That makes people be like, well, you know what? There's monsters out there. <laughs> the the uh, the guy who ate my lunch. There's that 10,000-year-old turtle cheetah. <laughs> Has been wrecking havoc on this continent for t- far too long. The only immortal monster, and there's only one, <laughs> but it's that turtle cheetah. <laughs> We've got to band together and finally destroy its shell made out of some sort of hybrid of carbon fiber and diamond. <laughs> <laughs> turtle face, but it makes that sound. If you like that episode. <laughs> Uh, give us a like or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening to us. We would appreciate it very much. I thought you keep talking. I was drinking. Um, I can't keep talking. Well, if you'd like to it. talk to us, all right, then you can tweet at us. Ruined everything. At Third Space Cast or individually, I'm at Mighty Thews. And, and Kevin a... is at Strawman K. Weir. All right, fine, do you it. You can also check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. I keep drinking my water. Or email us at thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Kevin, anything you'd like to add? No. Okay. No, I'm good. <laughs> Join us next week on the Third Space where we debut our own line of scented markers. Yeah, yellow is Chardonnay. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs> <laughs>